Time now for the Voice of the Land on the Big Play Network with your hosts, Kevin Arnold and Always Positive Jay. Feels good to be back in the Voice of the Land studio doing what we love to do right here on the Big Play Network with, with the Voice of the Land. As the big voice guy told you before the show started, my name is Kevin Arnold. He is always positive, Jay. And behind the proverbial glass, it is the one, the only, what Jarvis was to Iron Man Audio is to the voice land. He is Peter Tellup. We are brought to you by Vector Technical. They'll get the right person in the right job the first time. Was actually at uh, in their parking lot the other day. Went, we've been making a lot of trips to Lowe's with our new house, guys. <laughs> oh, welcome to the club. We had we thought we had to replace our entire faucet already, which was pretty new. But like, it's one of those ones where the main nozzle like actually comes down and switches into that like jet sprayer to mm-hmm. kind of help wash off dishes and stuff. Well, the hose already had a big like it started with a small hole when we got there, and it's just gotten bigger. Luckily, my father in law was able to just change out the the, the tube, yeah, out out the hose. And we have like the pieces, parts of the the faucet in case anything else goes. We have it because it's basically the exact same one. So I'm in the Lowe's parking lot. And this is in Willoughby. And if for people that don't know, Vetcher Technicals office, one of their offices, is right there in that parking lot. So I make it a point with Vector being on board. And I know we haven't done our part for as much as they have given to us and, and stayed with us and supported us. We can give a lot more back to them but i make it a point since they are sponsoring us they are partnering with us i look outside every single time and i look to see how many little signs of this company's hiring this company's hiring this company's hiring i'm telling you guys like that front lawn is full every single time and the signs have definitely changed so it's not like they're not getting people in these jobs they know what they're doing you will get more information on them as as the show goes through our breaks but they know what they're doing They'll get the right person in the right job the first time. If you need a job, you're looking to change careers, you're looking for something else, look up our friends over at Vector Technical. Now, let's just jump right into the show. Because a lot, I mean, when we take a a week off, like when we're only week to week, like one day a week, we already miss a lot. Yeah, I mean, it is the dog days of summer, as they say, when it yes. comes to sports. But So I guess that's our advantage mm-hmm. of doing this show, is that we, if we do it only once a week, like there's more sports that accumulates in the dry periods. Now, we're big baseball fans, so we feel like there is stuff going on. It just hasn't always been the best thing to look <laughs> at, so it's been kind of a frustrating year. So that doesn't help when there's not other things to keep your maybe take your mind off of that when there's an escape within the escape it's a lot easier to deal with those frustrations it's easy when we're doing this once a week and sports kind of accumulate boy is it really easy when you take when you do every other week right now it's just stuff going on with within our lives and everything like that so we make sure that family and personal stuff come first before we do this show because life will always slap you in the face and will always tell you that there are more important things. And in this business, like, I'll think of what we're going to talk about throughout the week or whatever, mm-hmm. and you get all planned for your day or whatever, and then, and then boom, breaking news. Sometimes news just just unfortunately falls in your lap. And this this is not an easy thing to, to talk about. I don't know how long we can go with it, but... 
Perion Winfrey was released by the Browns earlier today after Fox 8, I believe their I-team was first on this, uh, releasing the story, and, and the video was going around social media. Um, a woman with her friends was walking on East 9th Street just past the 9 or maybe coming out of the 9. Uh, if you don't know, the 9 is like a uh, apartment complex. It's, a, it's an apartment hotel, and there's yeah. the, a couple bars in there. Yeah, there's a nice, really nice rooftop bars. Yes, yes, nice rooftop bars. I've been been up there. I don't drink, but like, if people are, if I'm hanging out with people and they go to a bar, like, I just you've been you know, there. I've been there. Yes. Is it really cool? Oh, I the, the bar up at the rooftop. Yes, uh, the roof- bar at the the nine is phenomenal. Yes, it is. It is, and it's great views from up there and everything. Well, this young lady was was walking with her friends and or leaving. They apparently know Perry on Winfrey, or is reported that they know Perry on Winfrey, and they called out to him because they saw him and he didn't respond. So they said some sort of words that we don't even come close to using on this show and wouldn't, anyways, because this is a, you know, this is still family friendly show. Family friendly show, and it's alleged incident still because there's, I've not seen the charges have been filed, anything like that. Police report has been filed, but no charges, nothing yes, like that. Yes, don't sue us. This is all allegedly. All alleged. Allegedly. <laughs> the, uh, the woman took a video on her phone, posted to her Instagram story. You can only see her, but you hear a man yelling in the background and kind of in a, in, in a threatening manner. Well, allegedly, that was Perry on Winfrey. He was wielding a gun, and uh, he was threatening them. At one point, he had put his hands on the woman allegedly and also stole both of her phones allegedly allegedly um and this is all according to the police report fox 8 was first on it about 20 minutes later browns released perry on winfrey because he had issues back in texas <laughs> there were behavior issues and and maturity issues inside the the locker room so this has been a long long road of not getting a lot out of a guy that was that everyone bought like was all about because he's like where are my dogs at i mean um, the reason he, he's talented enough to be a first brown player right it's he just keeps getting in his way yes he can't get out of his own way allegedly still but we know that at the very minimum he is someone that cannot keep himself away from difficult stupid terrible situations um, this is not making excuses for him. Whatever his involvement was, terrible. I'm glad he is off this team. I'm glad that message was sent. We're just not going to have distractions. We're not. I had enough of those no. last year. And like, so do you? Do you take like a pause or anything like that when you see like a message sent with a guy like Perry on Winfrey, but they went all in on Deshaun Watson, stuff like that? Do you think that there is? I mean, do you think that there's a change in that, uh, at least a, le- a little change in that building? Because since John Dorsey, we have been known to take some more of the questionable character guys that the the risk, the the reward from the risk, we're not getting that reward. I mean, a couple times it has, a couple times it hasn't. Kareem Hunt turned out to be good. Right. He's turned his life around, career around. And I hope someone signs him, by the way. Do what they're doing we could do another segment right there on what they're doing to running backs. It's just wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I got the running backs back on this yeah, one. Yeah, but Barkley shouldn't be going on podcasts and saying, like, I could bleep yeah, the I, Giants. I, didn't even hear what I could he bleep said. my teammates by not showing up and not playing this year, and, and I'm considering it. Stuff like that. Like, that's neither here. That's Yeah, I don't know what he said. 
I'm talking overall generals, yeah. whatever. But that's not what we're talking about now. I, I message anybody, man. We're just gonna take in football. What do you notice when at any time someone provokes a player, and then that player reacts? What happens to the person who reacts? It's never the person that gets in trouble that's doing the provoking. It's the second second action. Stop getting taking the bait. Like, who cares what anyone says to you? Like, because once you get away from them, nothing. There's no longer inputting anything on your life. Like you're away from it. It's over. Who cares? It was just some clown saying something. He took. He got baited in, and made it way worse for himself. Those girls aren't going to get in trouble. Now, if he would have just like, let's say instead they threw the yelling at him. And he just turned around and turns his phone on. He goes, look, this is what we have to deal with. And just recorded them back. And, like, these are what I got to deal with all the time. And whatever, I'm not going to get baited. But I just want you guys to see what I have to deal with and what other players deal with. And we're trying to be baited. And just do that. Instead of saying, I'll smack you, dude. Like, come on. You're going to hit a girl? You're an NFL player. You could beat up 95% of the men in the world, and you're going to hit a girl and threaten a girl because she said something to you, allegedly, all this. But that's just that's yeah. weak sauce, yeah. man. That's so, what we say. I mean, yes, there are times where people get themselves in bad situations because, you know, it's the second person that gets caught. But in what has been alleged, and like I'm putting that umbrella over top of everything I'm about to talk about from this incident everything is alleged if they said what they said and perion did what he did what's been written out in the police report the initial action the response to that does not does not warrant that and the punishment like we've all said to our buddies we've like you know called them names and stuff like that probably use language even our like more so our younger days that you know we're not so we're not wouldn't be so proud of now but like even like in joking manners and stuff like that that like there, there was no like i'm gonna come attack you type thing if that really happened that's that's absolutely unacceptable and in this instance what's being alleged towards the second person who was caught the consequences, whatever ha- like whatever consequences there are, they're warranted because that response, it goes way above what you were called. You don't like being called that word? Like, okay, like, you know these people, someone calls you, I, again, I can't use the word, but I'm sure you've seen it out there. It's been repurposed, ESPN.com, uh, Jake Trotter wrote, and you'll be able to kind of deduce, as he cuts out the expletive, you'll be able to deduce what the expletive is. If I know that person, I'm going to, you know, you got to have the wherewithal to tell them, hey, I, I don't I don't like you calling me that. And like, like, please, I know we've hung out, we've had fun, but you can't come around doing that here. And because like, if you're trying to bait me into that response, like, you know, I have a season coming up. I have to report to camp on Friday. Then I'm going to West Virginia. It's easier said than done, but that's. The maturity, that's the difference. That's one of those make or breaks between jumping from one level to the next as an athlete. Do athletes get more than just second chances sometimes? And does talent help with that? Yes. I believe in everybody deserves a second chance. 
but you got to put in the effort to get that second chance and continue to earn that opportunity to grow the other direction and in the right direction. Are those girls going to get in any trouble at no. all? No. And no. Like, who got in trouble and, what and they lost do against, his job? What they do Periana against the law, Winfrey. right? What do they do against the law? I don't... I, I, I mean, they, said they, they called him a name. Yeah, you and, you're I not going to get in trouble for that. Right. And it, even what he did, I, I, I don't even know you could legally get in trouble. Maybe, I don't know, allegedly, well, everything that happened, it's all... Yeah, that's I mean, not my job. But he lost his job. Right. Let me give you another instance. What that girl used to said to Cream Hunt to tick him off and pretty much make that dude see red, she was not going to get in trouble for that. But you got, he got baited, he went, and he did what he did, yeah. got in big trouble, lost his job, lost a year, lost tons of money. Miles Garrett, what, what he said that Mason Rudolph said, if that happened, is Mason Rudolph going to get in trouble if Miles Garrett doesn't or does what he does? No. Probably would have been a bigger case against him if he'd have been like, this dude's saying this and this. Yeah. And you didn't swing. He would have had more to, like, people would have probably believed him more. Like, why would he just make that up? You know what I mean? Right. Right. And, and, and when you say that it's not all that easy to walk away, I think it is. It's easier to react. I grit it, but it is easy to walk away. And I've done it, dude. I'm telling you, like... Well, there's that's, an that's a maturity thing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a maturity I've, thing. Right. These are young guys. Right. Like, he's 22, a lot of money. Yeah. I was at a bar one time down in the flats, and my buddy invited me out there, and he's like, oh, my friend's having their bachelor, bachelorette party. And this guy, the, the guy getting his bachelor party, way too drunk, way too drunk. And I'm six foot, 240. This dude is like five foot five, a buck 40. And I don't know what his problem was with me. He just gets in my face like, you weren't invited to this party. I'm like, we're, we're like in an open bar, dude. Like, what's the problem? Like, this isn't even private. Right. Like, he invited right. me down here. I was. And he gets mad and he smacks me in the face. And I'm just like infuriated. And all I can think of like, dude, this dude is drunk. He's an idiot. I can annihilate this man. Like, he has no chance to defend him smacks me again while I'm thinking about this, and I'm just getting so mad. I'm like, just don't do it. Just don't do it. And I turned around, I walked. Right behind me, outside those doors, were four cops. I punched that dude. I would have. I was so mad. I was seeing red, but I walked away still, dude. Anybody, you, you could walk away. What age were you? Low 30s, maybe. Okay. And I'm only saying this... To play devil's advocate, this isn't this isn't giving any. Oh, I agree. I'm not condoning Perry on Winfrey or anything like that, but when like when reaction moments happen from athletes, we you know that are put up on these pedestals, stuff like that. I try to at least I don't I don't try to judge them from a standpoint of like, well, they should have the same maturity level as I do. Well, that's not the case because they're only 22, 23. I'm 32. I've matured like i've had 32 years of mature they've only had 22 or 23 years that's there is a big difference I, there but whether it's fair or not pro athletes or athletes that want to get to that pro level and that is their dream you've seen countless examples of that dream taken away because of putting I, yourselves I in you bad three players right putting yourselves in bad situations and reacting when you like in a horrible manner in a horrible manner and if everything alleged, you know, the way he's trying, way he's treating a woman, that those alleged acts, if true, absolutely horrible. And I 
don't come anywhere close to condoning that. He either needs to surround himself with better people that brought him up, or he's just he's not gonna he's not cut out for it because he can't see that he needs to mature. Like you've had plenty of chances, plenty of incidents come up. You were benched your rookie year because you couldn't handle team meetings. You weren't showing you, up on time. Allegedly. You weren't showing up on time. Allegedly, you weren't showing that professionalism that it takes, and you had. Off, uh, rookie minicamp, regular minicamp, some OTAs after you got drafted, then training camp with all these veterans. You have Miles Garrett there. He's the one coming out and saying this in front. He's not someone that brings a lot of the dirty laundry out in front of the media, but if he's saying that, that means he hasn't been able to get through to you in your face. That's a problem, and you need to mature, and you need to mature faster than other people do because this is your dream. You're... Ha- you're you're causing yourself to have your your dream taken away from you, and the consequences are going to, if, again, charges are filed, whatever, the first consequence, the main consequence right now is you don't have a job. Yeah. In your dream job, you don't have a job. And I don't know what team is going to give them another chance. Someone will eventually. Someone will eventually. They're going to wait for the investigation to go through and all that stuff. But it's going to take a lot longer (laughs) than some other people get that second chance. Boy, it, that's a that's a point where you really need to look yourself in the mirror and say, like, you know, who am I and, and what am I about? If this is what you're about, I, we no one wants anything to do with you. This brings me back to, like, what Gerard Cherry, what I would always hear him say is, like, is he playing football because he loves the game or is he playing football because he loves what the game brings him? Yeah. It's sounding like he just likes the luxury of the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, that's, you know, we're making assumptions. So we like, you know, it's not fair to fair the person and judging and stuff like that. But, hey, your actions the Browns, show a lot. Some of the actions that he's already done warranted them to waive him. He was a draft pick, so they gave him a little bit more leeway. It was 10 to 20 minutes later. They released that, that they released him and didn't put any statements from anybody, the coach, GM, owners anything in that initial release that they had waived Perion Winfrey and he was no longer on the team that should tell you like not saying it makes you believe all that's in the reports all that information will be figured out by the people that are in charge of that but enough is enough and the Browns probably got word of this that the story was coming out beforehand they did a little digging and they made that quick decision that should tell you a lot about where they were at, at least with Perion Winfrey and stuff that was going on inside the building and off the field, they just had enough. I mean, you don't always have to learn from your mistakes. It does yeah. help. And, like, the story I told you, the reason it happened and the why I was able to stop is from another incident in my younger life, a mistake I yeah. made that I was granted a second chance, more or less, we'll say. Yeah. Wasn't messing it up again. But you could learn from other people's mistakes. Like all these examples we've given you of people provoking you and then you reacting to that. Don't, man. Just learn from their mistakes. Don't even make the second, first mistake. Just, it's great to have second chances. I believe in second chances. Avoid it at all costs. Right. And I will, I will add before we go to break if there's something going, if there's something wrong with Perry on Winfrey, whether it's, you know, we, we have seen the big emphasis on mental health stuff like that or if there's anger issues or something like that you know, he's at a younger age so he's 
probably not going to recognize it. I just started getting help with my mental health, but it took me a while to fully recognize it and go all in to get that help I needed. And I'll be open and honest about that. I needed help outside of the people that I trust and put around me. And it took some of those people to really like drive it into me that yes, there is something else going on. You need to, you know, go figure it out. So you're good for yourself. Then you can be good for everybody else. I heard those words, but never always soaked them in and acted upon those, those things I do now. Hopefully there's people around Perion that can kind of help indicate, and maybe he gets that help so that he can come back to his, his dream job. Like, I don't want to wish ill will on anybody, but I will tell you that you're, if what you're doing and women are involved in these incidents, alleged incidents, I don't it, like, those are absolutely horrible and can't be accepted. And that's why like, Sometimes when I, it would take us down a long path, but it, I still look at Deshaun Watson, like, don't know everything that went on, but I still can't, like, I, I can't fully buy in, and him throwing touchdowns this year is not going to do that. Like, I feel uncomfortable that he is the face of my franchise, but I know that the Browns are trying to win, and I can't let go of my Cleveland fandom, like we talked about, and yes, I am a Browns fan. It just life and reality hits you in the face, and it makes you feel well, it's, uncomfortable. It's difficult because any situation like that, even if Deshaun Watson was a hundred percent innocent of everything that was alleged, the fact that it was alleged will all though that seed will always remain in people's minds, right? And you can't get rid of that. Even if you look at things where it's been proven that people haven't done anything wrong, right? That you know, trial in the in the you know media or trial you know um, public trial where it's like you're guilty even though you're not guilty, and even if you're proven not guilty, it doesn't I'll matter because Kobe it's, Bryant. It's always going to be, yeah, right. Well, he was yeah, alleged rape, and then he finished his girl dad. Yeah. And like you could turn it around, your you story, can turn yeah, it around. Your story can turn around, and like, but I'm just saying, the seed to, is always there. Oh, there's because, always going to be someone because you'll never, because you'll never Kobe bring died. Up, you'll bring there's up Kobe, people, and yeah. it'll still be brought up. And as I've matured in these incidents, like again, I do believe in giving people second chances, and and Deshaun Watson deserves a second chance, not just because he's so talented. He deserves a second chance. I just. I'm also looking and seeing not what you're just doing on the football field for my for my team. What are you doing for my community? Right. What are you doing for your community where you come from? What are you doing, you know, to not uh, not like like I give him props, dude. He definitely seven on seven. Yeah, that came out. Of, that was so, awesome. So that those are types of things that like help rebuild you because mm -hmm. like that came out of nowhere. I'm, there might have been other reports. I hadn't seen it until like it was announced like a couple weeks before it actually happened. But that's that's something where like he wasn't just out there every single day promoting it, making sure that every camera that saw him he was promoting it. No, and he like, was it, there the whole time. It came out, and then people went there to then film it because he's the quarterback of the team. But his idea, him trying to give back, him trying to help these young players, and getting involved in throwing to him. Those are things to help rebuild. And then, you know, the escape part is, well, what are you going to do for the actual football team this year so that not every moment we don't have to talk about those off-field things, 
I just want to make sure that they're not they're not forgotten. He like not forgotten, but you can rebuild. I'm not going to look at you bad all the time from what I'm not forgetting, just if you're able to rebuild. And Kobe kind of rebuilt. Some some guys don't, but they're just so talented that they just get thrown all the money in the world, and they're just all about what the football game gives to them, not what they get out of the game of football. And that's sometimes those stories are, are sad. Long first segment. We're going to continue talking Browns on the other side. I guess a helmet was released. I don't know. Jay wants. We got to talk. a take on the helmet. We do have a take. Jay wants to talk helmets. We'll talk helmets next, right here on the Voice of the Land on the Big Play Network. Whether you're looking to hire new talent or start a new career, Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has helped thousands of job seekers advance in their career with reputable partners throughout Northeastern Ohio. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. With an above average hire in rate of one in four candidates, Vector works hard to connect the right person with the right opportunity the first time. Vector Technical hires for skilled manufacturing and light industrial work and is sure to have a career that you've been looking for. To learn more, visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com. Welcome back to The Voice Land right here on the Big Play Network. Kevin Arnold, always positive. Jay Peter Tellup here. Long first segment, you know, some, again, sometimes news just kind of drops and changes your whole outlook. When you're only doing a show once a week, hey, sometimes it, it helps when that news drops on that same day and other times, you know, it just throws off everything else. So <laughs> there was news that broke yesterday. Well, news that broke yesterday. It was announced yesterday. Browns teased it on Monday. Every, I feel like this is like the worst kept secret ever. Yeah, it's like we knew it was coming. And I've seen like mini helmets that look exactly like this or very similar to it. And everybody was like, oh, like, oh, I'm seeing this helmet. I'm seeing this like in uh, card shops and stuff. These, this mini helmet or, you know, I got a reliable source that says we're going to be getting white helmets or we're going to be getting orange jerseys, stuff like that. White helmet was unveiled yesterday. The uniforms from 2000, uh, 2021 when they celebrated the 75th anniversary, I believe, of the franchise. I think so. Yes. It had the 1946 patch on there. It had the brown numbers with like kind of like orange trim, almost making them look like 3D, like popping out of the jersey. I'm sorry. I don't really like those uniforms. I, I don't know why. Like, usually white it looks very clean to me. It's just something with the numbers, like, doesn't connect with me as it does with every, everybody else. I know that that's, like, a hot take and uh, unpopular take. I, if you like them, I don't – I'm not here to convince you otherwise. Like, I'm just telling you I don't like them. But the helmet comes out, and apparently you're supposed to either like it or not like it. I don't know. Jay, Here's my help thing. me out here. Brown's Twitter was, like, fighting with each other. Like, oh, why can't we like it? And they're like, oh, I just want to win. Like, why can't it just be both? Like, I personally, I think the helmet looks sharp, honestly. But was I hyped about it? Not one bit. The years and years and years and years and years, and I'm saying that to just really put an emphasis on the underachieving of this team just so many years. And... Two years ago when we thought we were supposed to break out and God, I don't know what happened to Baker and that team. They fell apart. Like, that just killed me. And I have since then just been kind of annoyed with them. 
next year we get to deal with Deshaun, the whole Deshaun Watson fiasco. And it was just the most uncomfortable subject we ever have had to sit there and just talk about yeah. week after week after week. And it just, then the season sucked. And I just don't care. Like you just hampered the, the losing has hampered my ability to be hyped about these things. If you are excited and you are hyped and you're pumped and love it. Awesome, dude. I'm actually very happy for you. I'm sorry. I don't feel that way. It just like, I'm not, I, I'm always positive, Jay. Like, guess what, dude? We do a sports show, and I'm just going to give you my honest opinion. I'm going to keep it a buck all the time. Always practical, Jay. Exactly. Still APJ. I mean, like you know, when, the, when the, Like I said to Tony earlier, like <laughs> when the Guardians come out with new stuff, I'm pumped. I want like, oh, that looks sweet, or I don't like it. Cavs, I don't even think you could do wrong to me. Like, you've won a championship. I'm pretty much going to get on board with whatever the <laughs> hell you do. Like, you, you, you gave me the best day of my sports life, pretty mm-hmm. much. But I'm sorry, Browns. you got to earn that. Like, But it's also, like, I'm trying to have my the mentality that I want this team to have. Like, yeah, that's great. We don't care. We're focused on winning. That's all I care about. It's all I want. Am I, and I believe they're actually going to do it. I think they're going to have a very good season. Swear to, it's just a gut feeling. Like, we're, I, I have this... Like it's going to be a real special season, Kevin. I'm coming but, back to you if it's not. I'm coming back to you if it's not. Oh, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> you don't want to see me if it's not. Dude. <laughs> You're going to come at me. I'm going to come at them if it's not. I understand. Because I, but I really believe it. But I'm, I'm just like trying to like settle myself, not get hyped because I just want to go week to week. All right, we won last week. Sweet. Let's get to two and zero. All right, we're at two and zero. Let's get to three and zero. If we lose. All right, bounce back. Let's go from three and one. Let's get to four and one. I just all I'm focused on is this winning, and I don't care about any gimmicks or anything. You could put a new elf logo in the end zone and a devil dogs in the entrance. I don't care. I just want to see this team win something for once. They got a new helmet, looks shiny. That's great. I want a ring. That's all I want. Yeah. Peter, your 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 thoughts on the uh, is that a, a take? <laughs> I think that's a take. That's a take. Well, I you know I saw the helmet and I saw the uniforms and I like the white helmet. I thought it was kind of cool, but I, I do. But, I do think it's great. Yeah, but it's not going to make me feel better if they lose. You know what I mean? Because I don't. Because that's what ultimately I care about. It's... You know, I care about the wins and losses. Like when the Buckeyes come out and they have the black helmets, you know, and they I think those look really cool, but. I'm going to be pissed if they lose. You know, I only, I'll celebrate if they win. But, you know, am I going to go buy a New Jersey and a white helmet? To, no. I mean, you could go buy a $10,000 Armani suit, but if you put a turd in it, it's just a turd in a suit. Well, you know what I want to buy? What I want to, what I really want to buy is I want to buy one that has Super Bowl champions. That's what yeah. I want. That's the, sh- yeah. that's the shirt I want to buy. And yeah. right now we haven't had that, so they got to do this. I want to get that jersey when they play in the Super Bowl that has, has the, the Super Bowl patch. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know what's so funny to me is that there have been people uh, coming out since they saw like the helmet paired with that uniform. They're like, oh, like Browns just take my money. Like those jerseys are sick. You do know that they were out in 2021, right? <laughs> yeah. Like this is not those. The jerseys aren't the new thing; it's the helmet that's the new thing. They wore they wore a different style orange helmet with it last time, where it was just a white stripe going up and down and numbers on the side of the helmet. Now it's like a full white uniform. I think the helmet would probably look better with maybe a couple variations of the 
regular uniform, but they're not allowed to do that because this is it has to be worn with the alternate because it's like NFL rules. Teams have been allowed to do like this alternate helmet thing, and little by little, teams are allowed to do it. Some rules and regulations, NFL's got weird rules and regulations all the time. So, whatever, we're not going to actually see that pair with it. Maybe I can, maybe I see it better if it's paired with a different uniform because I can't like I can't get over the fact that I don't like the uniform. Now, I've also heard people say that they're too set. Like, I don't understand why people are, you know, saying they they don't like the helmet or they they don't want to they don't care about the helmet because they just want the team to win. And that those are two separate things like the performance on the field and this like I can I can have a take that I like the helmet, but they're not playing well. I can I mean, if you can separate it. That's fine. And like it, exactly. it, they, they are two separate things. But the problem is this team has been so bad so consistently that it's very difficult for a lot of people to unblur those lines. Dude, I have And I'm like, one of them. Yeah, dude, I'm one of the people I have my whole life have had just orange shades on. I don't care, whatever. And then they went 0 and 16 and things started changing for me. Well, I don't know what to tell we've you. We've got Dale online says the classic brown is better than the white jerseys. He agrees with you, Kevin. And that uh he did like the Bengals whiteout jersey set. Yeah, like that and was sc- don't even get me started on I, them. I, <laughs> team. I know. Oh. Yes, they're rival and stuff, but guess what? I can if if, if those things are separate, if play on the field and you know uniforms are separate, then I can take rivalry hatred like sports hatred out of it. I liked what they did with the Bengals uniforms when they had the white helmet. It was a variation of the white uniform, but like white out, like because they have other stuff built in. I know, and I know the Bengals got upset that we're copying them. Screw, screw you! Like it's white. It's all. It's freaking Penn State. Yeah, and, I mean, and guess what? We had it first. Paul. They're an extension of us. They're a little yeah. brother. Right. And they're, oh, been, uh, never been to a Super Bowl. You never won a championship. I know. And I hate the Bengals fans and, right and, now, dude. I have been trolling with them and fighting <laughs> on Twitter nonstop. And they don't realize that only like a certain amount of teams were allowed to do the alternate helmet thing last year. Like, and when teams put in, like, you don't know what that process was all the paperwork and stuff that went into it for me the helmet like i i'm apathetic i have no i have no feeling the the, the definition of ap- being apathetic is someone that has little or no feeling little or no feeling so i'm allowed to use that word in the sense that i have no feeling towards it like it does nothing for me i I'm not saying I like it. I, I'm not saying I dislike it. I'm saying it does nothing for me because I can't. I'm one of those people that can't unblur the lines, and I just feel like this is another PR stunt pushing it out there instead of just like some pictures out on social media. No, you got to do a, a video and it's sponsored and all of this stuff, making a big deal. You have to tease it the day before when it's so easy to figure out what the heck you're teasing the day before you bring it out. Everyone knew at that point, and everybody's been talking about it for a while. So, like, it wasn't new news to me anyway. So, like, I didn't feel any sort of type of way. And while I know the marketing and sales team are the ones that are doing this stuff, and it, they're probably not trying to dupe any of us, guess what? We're still in the offseason right now, and every single year we get duped. We're thrown this great bunch of players that they sign and they draft and they can't do no wrong and oh my gosh look at these uniforms look at this helmet look at all this stuff they bring 
they reel you back in with all this hope, all this excitement, all this whatever, and what happens during the season? We're back to being frustrated. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen this year, but I'm saying I'm not going to believe it. I'm, I don't have that gut feeling like Jay does because I have to see it on the field. As great of a job as Andrew Berry did or feel like he did to fix some of the holes on this team and as great of these guys saying what we want to hear, we've been down this road before. All it is about is winning, being a successful franchise organization. And I don't just mean one splash in the pan year like 2007 where you didn't even make the playoffs and you were 10-6. and I'm talking about you're those Steelers and Ravens and Chiefs. Like, they lose players and then they supplement with someone else, but the culture is so strong, the work ethic, the the buy-in is so strong that they're still right there at the end. That's what I want in a football town an hour north of where football was invented. That is what I want, and I'm not going to just buy in. And, yeah, I'll be excited for football season. And, yes, there's still hope that's inside me because I'm a Cleveland fan that's never going to go away. I can't be. I'm not telling anybody else to fan, fan how you want. I'm not doing this because I'm frustrated that other people are so hyped and so. so you're not mad if someone gets excited about a, a football. No, no, I'm not. Are you happy for them? I'm happy that they're That's happy. That's crazy. That could be both ways, isn't it? Right. I'm happy that they're happy. <laughs> exactly. I'm just telling you from my standpoint, trying to explain why I'm coming at this this way, because that's the better way to have conversations and just instead of manufacturing yelling at each other or getting in some you know stupid argument on Browns Twitter. Team? The only thing, they're all in. At least this team is trying to right. be all in. That's what has me excited about the team. Right. Not new helmets, not new logos on this thing. Right. At least their mentality is all in. Go on the road, go to Greenbrier, be a unit, get together, build the fa- like whatever foundation of a culture is there. If it needs to be revamped, revamp it. Build chemistry, build culture. It's just you guys. Don't let any other distractions get in the way. You come back. I know the fans will be excited at training camp. You'll go to Philadelphia. You get your work in there. Put in the work. Translate it to the field. And let, instead of the paper champions in the offseason, let's go after championships in the, in the actual season. That's what I want to see. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not a fan of theirs or I don't like the team. I'm just not going to like throw flowers at them when everyone's zero and zero. I need to I need to see it. Starts with game one, and I will give you honest opinion. If they play well, I will throw flowers at them. If they don't, after those games, when we do a show, which isn't the post game show anymore, we will criticize. We, we will keep, keep it one hundred all the time. It's so funny. We got one team that they just do I mean they do it's like the Browns they do everything the Haslam not given that they're doing everything that they can to get that to winning and they're putting all their chips in they just haven't done it and the team that kind of always wins but they don't seem to always put all their chips in is the Guardians and that's who we need to talk about on the other yes, side yes that's who we need to talk about next 
you need some voice land gear you got just the spot in this break and hey our friends over at vector technical they got plenty of jobs how can you get in touch with them more info on that to come this is the voice of land on the big play network are you struggling to hire the right talent or maybe even find the right career vector technical makes it easy since 1992, Vector has provided Ohio employers with a reliable process for hiring and have helped thousands of job seekers advance in their careers. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. We invest time to get to know each client and candidate personally. Vector places people in job opportunities that they are truly excited about. Interested in learning more? Visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com to see a full list of our current job opportunities and to find out what Vector Technical can offer you. Get your gear at voiceoftheland.com forward slash shop. Welcome back to The Voice of the Land right here on the Big Play Network. Fun show already tonight. Talking a lot of Browns, unfortunately, news that Perrion Winfrey was released today after alleged incident between him and a woman outside the Nine last night where he uh, allegedly sold her phone, threatening her, um, was wielding a firearm, stuff like that. So Brown said, bye, Felicia. Brown said, bye. They, they do release him. We also touched on the new helmets, but we don't just talk Browns here. We're not. We're not just we're not just Browns or we're not just Guardians. We're not just Cavs. We we're not sure. just sports. We're not just sports. We're not just any. We're just we're, we are who we are. We are who we are, and we're almost getting out the rails, but we're reel us back in. We talk about everything, and right now the sport that's actually going on that's in season is baseball, and it's been a frustrating year because every time it seems like this team builds momentum, something stupid like today's game happens before we touch on the guardians i know jay you have a question you've been wanting to ask peter and me in connection with the guardians their sideline uh their i guess outside the dugout dugout reporter. dugout reporters what you would call them andre not for bally sports great lakes you might are you going to their golf outing that i know his wife has yes, put a lot of wife, work in to put together jen and andre not are hosting a golf outing tomorrow for the rec to connect Rec, connect, Rec to Connect is a foundation that helps families with special needs kids go out and have events and do things that with their families so they can go out and really enjoy life and make it easier on themselves. Because if you have a special needs kid, it could, it, it's not easy. It definitely is not easy. We babysit my niece once a week who has autism extremely bad and... It's it could be exhausting at times, so it's nice to let they help families get out and just enjoy life and get to go out and relax with each other. And that, that it, it is a great event. I mean, you know, and I'll be covering it tomorrow. Yeah, Dre also you know works part time with where I work as well, and I get a chance to talk to him, which is, I mean, I it's it's crazy to me because I've grown up watching Andre Knott, and I don't want to make him feel old or anything like that. But like I've. I've seen him doing this stuff, and it's kind of like what led me into this industry and now getting a chance to talk to him every single day and, and seeing like his care, his wife's care for the community and stuff like that is, is amazing. So, yeah, I'll be out there tomorrow with my camera, hopefully interviewing. I'll definitely be interviewing those two, and who knows whoever else I'll run into. So we'll, we'll have some footage for uh, you guys soon for there. And yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get, that to, uh, get that to audio, and uh, I'm sure we can 
I mean, last I had all footage. I was in Taste of Tremont last Saturday or last Sunday. I went well, out with to, my camera, recorded well, all the stuff. We'll have to view that too. I mean, we actually don't ever hear it when plays, so I don't think that helps. So I'm going to watch it beforehand. But uh, we should get stuff. Like we said, we we don't just talk sports on here. We kind of get out and about. And I mean, and the Guardians, it's just kind of like that that flow. Like they're big on the community and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you got to talk about what's going on on the field. And that's supposed to be the escape from the reality. They're trying to help reality, but they also try to help with the escape. This year hasn't helped so much. With the trade deadline looming soon, and that's been the big talk in baseball. Who's trading for who? Who's Uh, getting Otani? Who's getting this guy? Who's getting that guy? And I've been saying, I was saying how the Browns, they may just lose a lot, but at least they just go all in. At least they are trying and putting all their chips in, like, we're giving it all or all. And I don't feel like the Guardians do that all the time. The front office is mainly because their owners and their situation hampers they, them from doing that. They get shy when they give people like, like Tito gets the most out of we, what yeah. we have. But I don't feel like they're all in all the time. And that's why I wanted to ask you guys. Scenario one is you have 20 division titles. Mm-hmm. No, no rings. Scenario two you have one World Series title, but you're in last place for the other 19 years. Which one would you take? Peter, I'll let you go first. Man, that's that's rough. <laughs> it is, dude. I like because that's why I let you go first. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I think that's how that's how you drive I, a ship. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because uh, if I would have said I, ten years, it'd have been easy. Yeah, I yeah. Th- I think. Um, I would have to go towards the, the championship. I mean, we, we suffer as it is, and I suffered in the 80s, you know, and because uh, really growing up watching the Indians, they were not they were not good until, like, the mid-90s. So I went almost 19 years already. I mean, they with, were, you know, were put in Major League the, the way they were for yeah, a reason. Yeah, they were in that movie for a reason. So um, I because I would – I really want to see a World Series championship before I die. And I'm not old, so. Yeah. Kevin? It's World Series for me. It's because, like, that, the Cavs championship meant a lot to me. That was probably, like, that's probably 1A. And then the Guardians, again, I know that this is sacrilegious in, in a football town. I was just clambering on about this being a football town uh, an hour north where the game of football was invented. Like, I still love football, but. You guys know, and I've said on the show, but for those that don't know, like basketball means a lot to me because the connection it built between myself and my dad. So like it goes deeper than just sports. That's why I say don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game. If you love sports the way other people love art, they love music, they love, um, they love business, they love finance, they love whatever it is they're passionate about, don't let someone tell you that you can't love this the way how deeply you do. And I love this because my dad brought me up on the game of basketball. And when I was a little kid, and I'm kind of doing this with Lincoln now, you know, when I was fussing as a baby and even, like, as a little toddler and stuff, he would bring me out during the, West, you know, like, Western Conference games were playing, bring me out, sit with me, and I'd just sit there and watch, and I'd, I'd relax. And since I was a little kid, like, I fell asleep, not because I was bored, but because, like, that's just what kids do. They randomly fall, fall asleep until their bodies are grown enough to stay up at longer stretches whatever that might be so like that means a lot to me baseball means a lot to me because my grandfather my mom's dad 
had season ticket packages, 20 game packages, or like a small season package. Him and my aunt would go all the time, but those that you know that rare Sunday, he'd make sure that my sister got to go with him, then I got to go with him, or that we got to go, she got to go with my aunt, I got to go with my aunt on those Sunday family fun days. Section 109, row S, seats 12 and 13. Like, it goes deeper than just being a fan because I'm being brought up to be a Cleveland fan. Like, I was taught the game of baseball by my grandfather, basketball by my dad. Married on a baseball field. Married on a baseball field. Basketball I put at 1A just because I liked that a little bit more. I played that sport. I've never had an opportunity. Was not afforded the opportunity to play baseball. I've just learned it the only way I can by studying, researching, whatever it might be. We've got the Cavs championship. I want the baseball one. I want that. I know that it's, it's you said that they would be in last place for 19 of those 20 years. But this team hasn't won in 75, 74, 75 years. I'm 32, so I haven't se- like I haven't seen that. I've seen us come close and only felt heartbreak. I want a World Series title be- because I, I love that team so much and it would mean a lot. So I would – yeah, I'm over just division titles at this point. Oh, win I'm totally a, over division Win me a World Series and then, you know, like the team rebuilds and gets back to division titles. Like the division title will mean more to me at that point. But it feels empty because we're not taking it to the ultimate step. Exactly. That's why I brought this up. Like, I'm so sick of, like, everyone going, oh, just, just, just win your division and get in. Like, dude, you, I just know they're going to – if they win your division and they just get in, you're just going to lose. Like – they're not as good as those other teams. If you look at all the other divisions, oh, be like, like their third place, place team, <laughs> yeah. all third place teams yeah. are better than us. Right. Like exactly. that's not, I'm not cool with that. Right. I want to go, not the guy like, oh, you know, at least we, we're going to pull the Indians or the Guardians. I'm sorry. I want to be the team like, dude, I do not want to face that lineup yeah. and that pitching staff. Like we have all, we got three young pitchers coming up this year that look promising for years right. and years. If not, maybe a fourth even. Like, Go all in. Get me like get me a lineup that just puts the fear of God into other teams. Yeah. I think about all like like you said, baseball has been my first true like first team sport that I truly loved. I grew up mm-hmm. watching my dad play softball my whole life. Played it my whole life. And you got fans that are like seven years old that have not seen a World Series. So one, yeah, I'd definitely do it for them. Tomorrow's not promised. No. Who no. knows? Like, give, just give me my World Series. I could deal with 19 years of bad years. And every time yeah. you're in last place, I would, because I'd have that replica ring. And I'd just be like, nah, I got that right there. That's good for me. Yeah. That'll go 100 years for me. And soccer is that sport for me, like that first love. But, like, mm-hmm. we don't, outside of the crunch, we don't have a team here. And we love that we love partnering with the crunch. I mean, we, we will we have a team here. We will. It would. It'll. It's, it's like twenty twenty five MLS next. I want to say it's called. Um, but like that's like the third tier of MLS. So like it's oh. MLS. <laughs> I it was the big deal. There's MLS two and then MLS next. So like it's that feeder system. Is it? So it's like Premier League, Championship. So is it regulated like the other leagues? If you win in those leagues, can ML- you be in promoted? America? That's not how the professional soccer works. You're not regulated. Oh, that's relegated. BS. Sorry relegated I, I can't talk it's been a long <laughs> long day but like we'll still we'll talk soccer on here i mean hey women's world cup starts tomorrow and u.s women play trying to trying to go 
back-to-back-to-back World Cups. Like, you don't see that. As much as, like, there's more parity in the men's game than the women's game, there's still a lot. Uh, there's a lot of talented players around so this world. You're so proud of me, Kevin. And the other day, my buddy was trying to, like, he's like, what do you know about soccer? I'm like, what do you want to know? And he started asking me questions. I had all these answers I didn't know before, man. I'm like, well, there's doing, regulation and this. I'm and doing I'm like, my oh, job. Yes. See, all it takes is one. Now you're feeding it to him. Then next time someone asks him, then he feeds it to him. It was some about a t- soccer team yes. won like 27 and nothing. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah, Bayern Munich beat like a 19. We were trying to figure yeah. out what league yeah. they were in and whatever. No, yeah, so. it was it, preseason. You just, whatever teams you can just warm but up against. And to our point. What sucks I wanted about that the, is the Guardians. players probably aren't even playing in that yeah. yet. They're just taking longer breaks. I wanted the Guardians to get that message from our fans. Like, I was hoping that poll would have got more than 90 votes and started, like, really yeah. generating. Because I want them to see, like, we're okay. Like, I, if they go all in and they just spend yeah. all their stuff, they're not going to have 19 years of bad, like, yeah. football, baseball. This team, they've shown that they can yeah. replenish their minor league. So go all in and, like, sacrifice some of that, uh-huh. like, the future you're always planning for and stuff like Stop planning so much for the future and plan a little bit for right now. Live in the now. The future is now. Yeah. Unfortunately, this team just like, is not doing enough. Like, it, we're getting later on in the season where it's like, this is who this team is. They get, they win a couple games, and then they do something stupid. Like They beat up, up on all the bad teams, and then when we play a tough up, team, they're up it's four to two nothing. Or th- we lose two to three of the series, or we get swept. Like, we're up four to two today, and bullpen comes in and blows. And it's not just... It's not just James Karinchek. It's not just Trevor Steffen. All of them have been susceptible to it and have done it. Even Emmanuel Classe has given up games and allowed teams to beat you when they've stolen they've stolen a win from you. And there's been too many games like that, and this record could be a little bit better. They, the confidence in that clubhouse would be a lot better, and it's just not, and it's frustrating. If you struggle to get, keep staying first place in this division – how do you think they're going to do in the playoffs? Right. Not well. Right. So if this team can get get it together, make one of those late season runs, get over 500, and be playing good baseball, even if the record is far away in comparison to who they're facing off against, if you're playing good baseball at the end, that gives you the chance. But right now, if they were going to the playoffs, just because they were in first place, like if they get to first place and they're still below 500, I'm not going to have any confidence they're going to go anywhere because they're not playing good baseball. They're still not playing good baseball. Josh Naylor's playing good baseball. Jose Ramirez always plays good baseball. It takes all nine, plus the pitching staff, and the bench guys, and the managers, and the front office, all of that. It still takes everybody to win a championship. There was a team that won a championship, though. How much does it matter? We'll talk about that very quickly to end the show. This is the Voice of Land, the Big Play Network. Are you looking for a career in manufacturing? Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has partnered with some of the biggest and the best companies throughout Northeastern Ohio. The recruiters at Vector Technical will coach you through the entire job process and will help you land an opportunity that you are truly excited about. Vector does not add any additional fees and offers benefits as well as free online skills training through Penn Foster. To learn more, visit www.vectortechnicalinc.com And make sure to check out our job board to see a full list of our current opportunities and apply. Welcome back one final time to The Voice Land, the Big Play Network, brought to you by Factor Technical. And we thank them for all of their continued support. They'll get the right person in the right job the first time. 
We were just talking hypothetical championships. Well, a team in town won an actual championship. I know people don't put much stock in it, but the Cavs won the summer league behind Isaiah Mobley and Sam Merrill and Imani Bates, who got better as the summer went on. Sam Merrill is a 27-year-old trying to trying to finally like earn and solidify an NBA job throughout the season. Kevin. I, Isaiah Mobley. I, I'm hooked. To the, I'm on the Merrill train, man. I love that kid's stroke, man. He I mean, you, shoots it, bro. In this, in this day and age, if you can shoot and shoot with confidence, like it... Yes, summer league is way different, and it's a much it's a much bigger step in an NBA regular season than it is in summer league. We know that it's a lot of rookies and sophomores and guys like Merrill trying to earn a job or catch the eyes of a scout for some team that you know might need some other other bodies, other players to come in. If you can shoot and you can defend, like that's going to get you a job, and to have more options shooting wise, we had, we didn't have any last year. We had a lot of guys hitting it off the side of the backboard. We went out in free agency, added guys that can shoot the basketball from behind the arc. This is a three-point shooting league now. You got to have guys that can knock down the three, especially if you got a, a drive to the basket guy like Donovan Mitchell and a drive to the basket guy like Darius Garland. They can knock down the three too, but they like to penetrate and then work their way back out, get themselves some confidence inside. What do teams like to do since we don't have any shooters? Pack the paint because they know, hey, as when much as Isaac Okoro like that too, yeah. What defenders what makes it so much easier is you could sell out on that three because you know the dude behind you, the paint's packed, right? So it's going to make that shot so much harder, right? And as much work that Isaac Okoro puts into it, it's still not consistent enough. And you know we didn't like hearing it, but you could clearly see that the Cavs, the lights were too bright for him in the playoffs. I just don't want my, I don't want the players admitting that. I want them to just say like we need to get, we need to get better. We need to get past that level. We want championships we don't just want you know hey we made the playoffs like that's not good enough next season that's not good enough just making the playoffs but it's good to have other options because it's an 82 game season it's a long season there's going to be games that the Cavs are going to get blown out because guys just aren't invested that night it happens to every team around the league but those nights when the game is still close and you don't have your best random guy at the end of the bench the coach puts in to try to change the complexion a guy that can shoot like sam merrill that can change the game a guy that gives effort energy hustle on the floor like isaiah Mobley, that can change change the game i know they're going to take it easy with the money base they're going to try to help bring him up through the charge and be that two-way player he is a second round pick he has a lot of talent we saw that talent on display in the summer league but hey i know tony rizzo a staple of sports broadcasting in this town said if they're keeping score and there's a there's a trophy on the line and Cleveland's involved, I want to win. I want to win. <laughs> That's exactly how our soccer conversation started at work. And he's like, they were saying, like, he's like, well, how's U.S. Gonna, men's going to get good? He goes, I'm like, oh, you care? He's like, dude, if we're keeping score and the United States is playing, I want to win. And yeah. so it's the same with everything. Right. And I love that that team had that mentality. Yeah. Winning breeds winning. I don't care what you say. Like, it's always better to win. And and the style of play with the team. Like, mm-hmm. I, again, it's totally different than the NBA regular season. I'm not putting a lot of stock into it. I, I like seeing a Cleveland team win and win, win a trophy. But more so, you want, you want to establish or, and put the culture that you have with your main team on your summer league team or any in the Cleveland charge and 
anything like that offshoots, you want it all to be the same. You know what I saw in the summer league team? I saw that junkyard dog mentality that we saw. The um, this is not a shot at Donovan Mitchell. We saw that junkyard dog mentality even like two years ago with JB Bickerstaff, and in the year that they won forty four games, they uh, you know they got to the play in. They didn't play well down the stretch. They got ousted. I think now that like the 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 honeymoon phase of having a big star player come in, who yes. He's from New York. If he ever wore a New York jersey, I'm sure he would be excited. But his dad works for the Mets. If he wears a Mets jersey or a Mets hat, like he's just like LeBron, supporting his hometown teams. Unlike LeBron, he actually like supports his hometown teams. LeBron kind of like wavered on that. That's a criticism I have. I love LeBron, but I can still criticize the dude. This team needs to get back to that. You have a lot more talent now. So if you bring a junkyard dog mentality... With all of that talent, boy, it is boy, is it going to be difficult for, for teams to consistently stop the Cavaliers and they can go to that next level of contention in the Eastern Conference and the NBA. Totally agree. Like, when those dudes won that championship, it probably felt awesome. Like, they were probably excited and happy, whatever. But then you got to think, they're like, man, if this feels this good, what is it? NBA championship feels what an like. NBA what do I feel what, like? Yeah, what do I got to do to get to that point? That's what I want to see happen with that team. I, I, I mean, I really enjoyed that run that they had. I'm glad we won the championship. Yeah, and Dude, yeah, it's such a joke. And but some people are serious about it. like they can't, they won't even watch summer league because it's, it's. I mean, there was some bad basketball. There is some really terrible basketball in summer league. But, like, it's bad basketball, and it doesn't matter. It's not real. Like, the trophy's not real. No, the, the trophy's real. They were they were actually holding that. It wasn't AI-generated or anything like that. It's not, it's not NBA basketball, but these dudes are all great basketball players. Man. Right, and we're at the point where we have a core group. But can you surround that core group with other talented players? And can you find them by what they did in Summer League? Like, they're trying to find that by taking a shot <laughs> with Amani Bates, who had... Those off-court issues, kind of like Perrion Winfrey had off-field issues, but it it looks like Bates is taking the right approach. Like he's he's free, he's open. He's you. I don't know for some reason, and I say with the Browns, I ha- I can't just listen. I want to see it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. But like when I hear Imani Bates talk, when I look in his eyes, and then I go see him on the floor. Like this is a dude that loves the game of basketball. And hopefully understands he's put himself in bad positions. He's a court rat, that, for sure, that, you could tell. He's put himself in a position to have that taken away, and I hope that that realization is set in for him because he is going to be a piece moving forward. Whether that's this year or another year, most likely another year, he might see the court a few times this year. But Isaiah Mobley's an NBA player. He's going to earn himself a spot, whether it's here with his brother or somewhere else. He's going to earn himself a spot. Sam Merrill, I think, is going to – if he shows that same kind of shooting accuracy and doesn't just start chucking up shots just because he's trying to prove himself in a regular NBA game, defenses are going to know about you. But if you can confidently knock it down with people in your face, he's going to earn himself a spot in the league. So you you gain information from this. If, if and any one that of those help, three come in and help at all on this team, that, that is you massive. So- that makes you so much more dangerous. The deeper you are, yes, you sh- you shut down your roster into like or your rotation into seven or eight in the playoffs. 
But if you know you have confidence in other guys to come in and you're deep, that makes it a whole lot easier to know, like, hey, this group of eight isn't working. There's got to be a – I need to fix this piece that doesn't – it's not going in. It's a it's a round peg in a square hole or a uh, square peg in a round hole, whatever. The, the, it's a piece the, that doesn't fit. It's a piece that doesn't fit. And it, it's a piece that doesn't fit for those matchups. I have plenty of other guys – I know cannot didn't do what we're looking for right now, and let me try. Let me see. That creates versatility on our team. Yeah, I get, I, now I'm not saying Sam Merrill, Isaiah Mobley are going to be the difference in the playoffs. Oh, Sam Merrill's winning three point contest but soon. Difference in a regular season game that takes you from a loss to a win and helps that record and helps that seeding at the end. It, you don't realize it then, but as the season goes on, it's that one little mo- like some of those little moments that lead to a better outcome. That's what builds championship level teams. And that's why LeBron went through every single player and gave him their kudos. Even Sasha Khan at that championship celebration, the actual NBA title on that stage, he went through every single player to get people to understand why you don't see them on the court all the time. You don't definitely don't see them in the playoffs what they're doing in the on the practice floor and what they're doing behind the scenes still matters to build a team of 15 and the coaching staff into a championship winning organization and team and hopefully the Cavs do you know another reason why I got hyped that. about it cuz they earned it they earned it they did see like I'll get hyped about the littlest things if you earn that and I'll I don't care I right. love it because we've seen results that you got me a championship. I told you they can do no wrong. And there, <laughs> hey, with the Cavs, because they've shown good success and they bring out like a new jersey or an alternate kit, whatever it might be, maybe they maybe they get to use a different basketball or something instead of a, instead of being a helmet. I can separate those two because I've unblurred those lines. What happens on the court is different than what you're telling me in marketing. And you've proven to me it's successful, so like I can just take that for what it is and not put it all together like I did with the helmet. Boy, we do a great job of staying on time <laughs> and all that, but I've been gone all day. I got to get home. I want to see my son. I'm sure everybody's got plenty of stuff to do before a work day tomorrow. So, I mean, I got to get rest. I got a big day tomorrow at that yep. golf outing. Yes, you do. So, for Always Positive Jay, who's going home to get some rest, Peter Telep, he's going home to his kids, his wife, and probably needs some rest himself. I'm Kevin Arnold reminding all of you, don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game. We truly love you all, 3,000. Don't talk about it, be about it. And live life, all gas, no brakes. We'll see you next time right here on The Voice of Land on the Big Play Network.